Hello guys, welcome to Mind Podcast 19.0. Uh, we're coming to you after a two-week hiatus. Uh, last week, uh, along with the news channels, even we were obsessed with Modi at 365. So we ask your forgiveness for our impertinence and obsession with that. <laughs> uh, but I hope you got a chance to visit the website, uh, saw the Modi at 365 um, uh, uh, series. series. Uh, if you go to the opinions tab, uh, the eighth, seventh or the eighth tab is Modi at 365. Uh, do check it out. We've had a series of seven to eight articles from uh, uh, people from a variety, uh, you know, different backgrounds, writing on a variety of issues from uh, cultural issues to defense policy to HRD ministry to giving a comprehensive uh, overview of the government to science policy. I mean, ev everything that you can possibly imagine. And I, I can tell you one thing, unlike my, uh, unlike uh, the cliched articles that appear in many of the media organizations, this will not be it. We don't have any connections to any ministers in Delhi. Or Are I'm you sure? Yes, we don't. Are no, you because, sure? Because he is the... Well, you might, Sunanda, <laughs> but we don't. They follow you on Twitter, they don't follow me on Twitter. No, because he is the director, so he uh -huh. definitely made sure there were some bhajans. Huh? There were some uh, discos, there huh? were also some uh, gali galos. But I also had to make sure who is singing those bhajans. Exactly. But regardless of that, we have we had a lot of issues. See, we don't, we are not compelled to give any ministers 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. We are not, uh, so we you will find a very realistic assessment of their ministries. We had if, clearly said in the beginning when we had started the um, series, uh, even before in the previous podcast, when we were giving an overview of what we are going to do, we had said that this is not going to be a report card because this government has a mandate for five years so it is uh, useless to be giving a report card to them for trps um, so you know elections uh, thankfully we're not in the business of trp uh, so we don't have to worry before about 2019 it. if sunanda doesn't come without uh, with a report card you know where to hound her on yeah. her twitter timeline on her facebook you know kabhi bigger know. you get a chance <laughs> so but, but she's promised so yeah. we're going to make sure 2019 that we'll do the rating ha we do a we'll do a rating although but the jai did give a rating you know we did we had a fantastic uh, um, hang out with uh, Jai Marug, uh, who is a sophologist for Times Now and a data analyst. And also, we were talking about different aspects of what got Modi to the 282 number, uh, this immense social coalition, uh, and, and the fact that now they're scared of this social coalition and trying to break it forms a second part of uh, a segment in the second part of our debate. We'll come to that. Um, but also about. Uh, you know what what has been the governance in the last one year and what's the way forward and that was one of the reasons we did not have a podcast because we had a comprehensive one hour hangout on that so if you haven't checked it out do listen to that uh, it was a fantastic debate and we are going to have this is a mind debate series where we are going to bring on experts and talk with them uh, the three of us me uh, Pramod and Sunanda and uh, there's going to be more of that uh, in, 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 in the future so do, uh, do listen to it um, but what did you have to say about the Modi 365 series promote? I think it was a mix, mixed bag, um, you know, several aspects of governance and uh, foreign policy, scientific affairs, many issues were addressed of which I felt the foreign policy one where he gets a lot of credit um, for the first year. Uh, was extremely appreciative. The uh, Great Expectations article that Sunandaji you wrote has been very realistic as to what the ex uh, what I has say, been done and what, what has been done and also what, what can be done, be done in mm. the next uh, one year, which is very crucial for him. Like you said, yeah. it is a make and break second year for any uh, government. What you wrote on Education Ministry was talking about certain uh, policies and schemes that have long-term potential versus mm -hmm. the undue criticism that Smriti Rani is getting for. Uh, 
we might have to do that separately here separately. in the next one yeah, it will happen you know again you know yeah. th there are many different sectors that need uh, especially uh, education and healthcare I, because that is the pet peeve and the the domain so called of the socialists yeah. i i personally the also although like, they do nothing about it I, I personally also would like to do a special we can decide to do on a podcast or a piece on the northeast affairs yeah i mean yeah. you first of all the fact that we need to have a ministry for northeast <laughs> affairs is preposterous do you think you united in united states they have a ministry of Oregon and uh, uh, Washington you know state but, but they North certainly state. need a ministry no no they for need no i'm saying no, I, i'm just saying that the united states need needs a ministry for alaska alaska <laughs> <laughs> after that lady who was the governor uh, who uh, ended up uh, you know being Sarah a part Palin. of jokes Sarah of Palin. yeah Sarah no but regardless i'm saying that we we shouldn't have a ministry for northeast affairs but the fact but we do need it right now the fact is that they have been ignored and there are a lot of concerns that they need to be you know addressed as well so we definitely do need to address that and what all, we also need to do is when we do a piece on hrd i think you should have also done a precursor should have been um, uh, hrd or education system in west bengal in last 30 years and you mean me adit yes you <laughs> because you did a piece on hrd so you should have also analyzed <laughs> how education has done under leftist dispensation ha wo bhi karenge why yeah. not i think it's not just west bengal a lot of states where yeah. this is be even where congress has been uh, in power you know i i, I used a word called uh, ideological fiefdoms a lot of leftists who re received patronage from the uh, congress government let's not forget arjun singh when he was the hrd minister spoiled it i mean he pretty much ransacked the hrd ministry but he was the chief minister of madhya pradesh as well so one can only think what people he gave uh, uh, you know yeah. but but there is scope for two ministries i think sunanda ji was indirectly mentioning that jm rook was also mentioning uh, one ministry that has lot of potential to create quick jobs is tourism yeah which is why this these foreign trips have an indirect impact on how tourism yes. is perceived second i i certainly feel education if smriti irani uh, is uh, able to pay attention to that should be that that the bolstering of the public education system in the us yeah. although this country is a free market country the education system is very very socialist you yes. have very good public schools mm. my my kids my kid uh, my old daughter goes to a public school which is at at best i would say better than any private school in india that i have seen mm. so when you when you are able to at least till the primary till the secondary mm. and the high school level are able to get good public schools that is the foundation on which you can build your for, private and public universities and colleges yeah, for tourism shekhar gupta had a very interesting yeah. connotation when he said that when gujarat elections were going on the who does congress have is like mr vaghela who is the chairman of the indian tourism disaster corporation <laughs> so that ittc needs the d needs to be you know development needs to happen in the indian yeah. tourism sector tourism and education it, yeah it can't be an indian tourism disaster corporation so uh, amongst the other newsy items of uh, the, the week one of them was the ban on the student body in iit madras and uh, whether that should have happened or not and uh, what is our take on this so what do you guys feel you know what was what what happened what was that about first things first um i think this group um periyar ambedkar circle first of all i don't know uh, what is the periyar ambedkar circle periyar and ambedkar would have never thought in their lifetimes that anybody will ever form a circle with two of them together hmm. but people don't think of those things i mean people don't remember anymore what periyar stood for and what ambedkar stood for um in any case it is um, appropriating their uh, legacies um 
and no one ever thinks as they always say that um, uh, you know um, they would be horrified about mm -hmm. what people do in their names be as that may be but this group apparently they were doing some it's a group in a study circle so to speak in iit madras and uh, they were sp uh, that this is what i get from the news items from here and there that they had been spreading uh, pamphlets and everything um, talking about the modi government and how their policies are anti poor uh, anti dalit anti um, and pro uh, corporates and all that stuff and which is um, uh, all right and it it just seems to me that a anonymous um, group of students wrote to ministry of hrd um, um telling them that this is happening and they are foisting hate um and this is what was happening because between the two groups hindus and dalits and all that as left has always want to do they always want to create fissures they always want to break up instead of join people they always want to create fault lines where there are none mm -hmm. that is that is the entire lead motif of uh, left that is how left survives mm -hmm. because if people think beyond their um individual uh, you know castes and things and start thinking about the bigger um, goal mm -hmm. left ideology will completely wipe out what is left for left to do anymore then no, that is why so the, that is why but anyway i was just coming to this let me just finish this um they sent a letter an anonymous letter was received by ministry of hrd and minister of hrd and under secretary sent the letter back to forwarded the letter to iit madras and uh, uh, saying that you know this is a letter that was of complaint that was received and um, asking them their opinion IIT Madras, IITs, as we know, are autonomous institutions, and IIT governing council. In fact, IIT also, um, uh, you know, uh, they published a, uh, this, uh, sent out a press release, mm -hmm. saying that these groups were doing something using the name of IIT campus and everything for things that were not completely something that uh, the governing council felt that IIT could be a part of. Mm -hmm. um, so th the group was suspended, and but this is completely. completely between iit governing council iit administration and this group i do not think it had anything to do with ministry of hrd which it was made to be and finally it became between smriti rani and uh, rahul gandhi which is unfortunate because it, it shouldn't have been it was something that was it was a very localized issue and should have been solved at a very local level but obviously it uh, anything about smriti rani becomes national news so that's where it is it, so this thing also, has it's two also parts. to do something what i highlighted in the piece that there is the the concept that uh, one ideology should rule the roost has been in in force in delhi and circles of that for a long time you know textbooks likhna wo so when anybody goes and challenges that that authority or tries to bring a sense of balance like what smithy is trying to do there is going to be resistance with being met so this is a multi pronged resistance that is coming out from i am not saying this issue is probably that but the way it was amplified certainly you know you can you but can say something but first thing we need to question is is this a freedom of speech issue does freedom of speech exist on um in educational institutions if it does and if they are um you know going against the government big deal we i mean we all have done that we all have at our certain times gone against the first government first of all i support everything. freedom of speech absolutely i mean we've had this absolute freedom yeah. of speech in and especially in institutions of higher learning but this is the thing if what they said about say a government or something they probably must have said something about hinduism i i certainly don't agree with them you know they are entitled to their nonsensical views as bad as they are mm. if they had said about another religion or something 
quote unquote from like against minorities or something or say uh, uh, it would have that, become an big issue ha, what would have happened oh minorities are being under threat in I have, India I, know. I have always maintained that people have a right to be stupid stupidity is not a crime per se you cannot take people no let me ask you something sunanda you grew up in kashmir right if you go up in a university in srinagar and question islam what what would what would happen you guys will not have me for another podcast that is what will happen <laughs> no, that's what i'm saying so this liberal this liberal context that you can question hinduism how you question you will be rebutted or something but then apply the same standards for everything in kerala a uh, teacher's hand was cut off right yeah. when when they did something like that and how much coverage did you see uh, them giving vote but and then we have to we have to think about it this way do we allow everyone to have a viewpoint or do we disallow everyone not to have a viewpoint no, I think we should allow everyone to have no, a no, viewpoint no. so i think people who want to um, just as um, this no. ambedkar perrier group is uh, um, you know dissecting hinduism good for them they should other people should be allowed to dissect other religions also no. and there should be no problem but that that imbalance that imbalance is what creates a problem yes. no but again that is where the beauty of indic uh, religions and indic faiths and philosophies have been is that you have allowed debate to a point where you are not offended by it personally because this whole issue probably will not travel outside of iit madras itself not into madras in in, in madras or chennai as it's called now you can probably have a completely periyar uh, oriented uh, um, you know school of thought with a bunch of goons and going and cutting off the sacred thread of uh, brahmins Brahmin. and in fact a old 70 or 80 year old uh, priest was uh, um, just now you know, yes you know badly beaten while going to the temple in that tamil is, nadu actually the thing against brahmins is um, yeah, notorious there, there unfortunately tamilians have a very skewed way of looking at the aryan dravidian uh, divide, uh, divide yeah. which is which is really no they, divide but yeah, they, which has been debunked uh, unfortunately they were one of the first outposts of british uh, divide and rule policy so they they still yeah. are uh, firm believers of that but again the beauty of indic faith of go, uh, go back to that is that you are allowing your faith to be questioned to the last and most possible uh, forts of your faith or the basic tenets you can question anything about hinduism you can question anything about sikhism buddhism jainism or whatever uh, other uh, faiths are to the maximum possible extent but if an other party feels aggrieved about it this uh, route will certainly take a legal uh, um, probably have a legal ramification yeah. somebody's uh, case will be lodged and uh, it will go on for a long time the freedom of uh, speech versus freedom of uh, um, uh, saying things that are affecting others there is a wider debate that needs to be happening this is nothing nothing to do with the political uh, unfortunately rahul gandhi has taken it to the next level by he made it a freedom of speech because he is really desperately looking for ideas to be in um, uh, you know in news uh, news so it it was also funny for somebody uh, like rahul gandhi with the legacy he carries to be talking about freedom yeah. of speech um, his great grandfather introduced a amend- first amendment in the constitution which everyone knows what it is and then his grandmother the only time in india freedom of speech has has been or democratic rights have been suspended is under his um no and that's grandmother's rule so for him to talk about freedom of expression it's, it's been 40 years since 1975 when the emergency was imposed and then the i mean i, I think congress wanted to play a cruel joke on everyone so they sent out ambika soni to defend 
I know. I, I, I mean, you know, something. I, I think the only only next logical thing was if uh, late VC Shukla was alive, then, then you know they would have probably sent him to defend. I mean, yeah. he, all these stalwarts of the emergency, you know, Ambika Soni was uh, in Indira Gandhi's war, and they all refused to talk about. It. They're like, oh, you know, uh, freedom of expression is being throttled in India. We are a liberal society. We should think. Uh, Just because they are saying it means that uh, freedom of expression has not been throttled. Ah, exactly. So, so uh, there is no nobody needs to worry about freedom of expression. Nobody needs to worry about democratic rights. That, nobody that, needs to. That's the best thing. part, right? I think I don't know if it was. Uh, I forgot who the columnist was. Uh, was it Miss Ghosh or someone? Some columnist who wrote on India's biggest newspaper how the freedom of expression is being completely throttled. Now that is one of the world's largest newspapers. You are getting a column to bash the government, and what is the column about? I can't express my opinion. And I mean, I so I don't know whether I should challenge the intellect of the commentator or you know the newspaper for carrying this piece but regardless yeah. uh, regardless of that but uh, what i wanted to say is that there this is not a freedom of expression issue when you are on the campus they did flout some rules which iit madras did say and this was between completely between iit madras administration and between this group <laughs> they had to do this freedom of expression is you know non negotiable nobody talks about that but i do also feel hmm. that ministry of hrd they should have completely stayed away from it and um, for the simple Possibly. reason that that government does not belong to be and then, it belong here it's an it's between an autonomous and, and personally um, i think and, the debate should have been yeah. about whether you can criticize any other religion the same way they were criticizing them on any other campus yeah. and whether that equality is seen or not amongst indian yeah. campuses provide a balance and provide so a that balance. everybody so that one group does not feel that we are always at the receiving end we are always getting the flag but uh, ah, you know like what does. they said about narendra modi i would love to see somebody go and carry an anti marxist rally near jnu and see what happens yeah. but re- regardless of that the, the next part is probably taking this rahul gandhi argument f- uh, forward and you know what nonsense he's been saying or i'll let you be the judge of whether it was nonsense or some great ideological intervention he just made a huge thing that why indians cannot queue up Well, in, in the next part, we'll talk I about that. I think his 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 connotation of definition of Q and Mr. Q is something else. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So I think the next topic is about the youth leader of India, the perennial youth leader of India, youth icon, youth icon. Yeah, how can you? Ford say icon, youth no, icon. Youth icon. Uh-huh. Yeah, who finally um, solved the issue that you know, you know how we go in every other country and the only people who cannot line up is uh, Indians. So, it turned out that they are all uh, Congress members who cannot line up. They don't know how to queue up. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you know, actually he told them to line up, and then they said, "Arey, I am this guy's son. I am this." guys daughter uh, i don't need to line up i don't need to line up and then and then rahul gandhi probably must have said this is congress culture i know it is congress culture aawaz yahan se bhi aati hai aawaz yahan se bhi aati hai ki main iska beta hu main iski beti hu main iska bhai hu main iska damad hu aur damad ki to bahut badi aawaz aati hai i don't so know it is, why it is clearly congress culture it's a congress culture but i think it was very juvenile of him what he said the, all the statements it was idea of india in action yaar <laughs> But there was a subaltern hawa in in my friend Yogendra Yadav's term, you know, that was <laughs> blowing across the NSUI campus. And But what he's been saying is completely juvenile. That you know, we don't line up, and RSS lines up, and if you don't line up, they uh, they come and hit you with a stick. In many ways, like where, many, how? Many ways, people are happy that he's back. Hmm. Uh, because the more he talks, the more the, it ensures two hundred two thousand nineteen for BJP. Unfortunate hypocrisies in his. Uh, family and all of those start tumbling out and uh, 
his jibe at the rss on uh, whether whether they are doing some exercises and they they get beaten by a lathi it's just very uh, condescending because yeah. a if he really appreciates what atal bihar and they, they keep uh, saying this all the time that mm. they don't mind uh, liberal moderate center right uh, mm. but uh, they defend the, like uh, atal bihari watch but he was a swayam sevak uh, he was a <laughs> complete pracharak and yeah. uh, uh so you see how how they talk about him is they don't mind a liberal moderate center right swayam sevak how rss and being... most people talk about it he was a swayam sevak who was this this and this and so even narendra modi was a swayam sevak uh, that that is being very envious of the discipline and personal i would call rss as a finishing school mm. more than anything else they huh. really don't teach you much in terms of a curriculum or unless you go to an rss uh, related school which somebody from an ex rss background could be running outside of uh, the ambit so you will have several different uh, mm. uh, aspects of rss which does so many social projects education projects healthcare projects uh, vanwasi kalyan ashram these are long term projects that uh, for rahul gandhi to understand surveys he has to be engaged in at least one, one volunteer effort he does not understand the you concept know. of volunteerism he does it not is, understand uh, uh, so be that no, he understands the concept of volunteers he doesn't understand the concept of volunteerism Some, yeah <laughs> as long as he's at the head of the line and everybody else so, uh, and, and yeah. whether he likes or likes it or not rss has given two great prime ministers to india uh, adal bihari vajpayee and the school of thought has also given another one narsimha rao yeah. at the sound of uh, at the, the risk of sounding very patronizing That's i'm saying me. and uh, and the <laughs> fourth one who came close to it was morarji desai so you'll have four very closely associated uh-huh. uh, prime ministers to the rss uh-huh. uh, school of no and, and i i would like to say that this lathi thing that he said his grandfather felicitated rss for their great work in china so did uh, he clearly is, didn't know that uh, but so is what nehruvian idea is he talking about no i think also we need to take it at a uh, at a different level uh, you know at um, uh, mind makers we do go beyond the headlines so we need to take it at a different level rss also does have a problem in the sense that they have no great literature available out there Absolutely. for people to access and see what they do no ratan sharda wrote a book about uh, the secrets of the rss which was fairly popular Uh, they are trying their best to come out and uh, talk more in the open in the media about their social projects the work the human service they did for nepal especially the seva interview we did with the uh, the head of the seva international in the us they they said these are projects that people really need to know and rss also does need to you know uh, the, the biggest uh, constant in life is change mm. so if change happens in the perception of people in the next generation that wants to understand what rss does in the shakas they they have to make uh, i i know that there are e shakas that there, there are many more technology groups that get together but again the problem no, also R- why, does, why does rss abhor uh, pr राहुल गांधी टू 
come and do this is very easy because RSS does not I, have literature out I there have, to back up. I have always believed as a Swami. Can I tell myself, you something? I'll tell you that the biggest change RSS has to usher in is in itself in terms of not just the BJP on the political side, but some of these projects that they are doing have to have much more wider uh, reach in terms of students, in terms of community getting uh, involved in it. The, the ne negative connotation about RSS comes in terms of academia, uh, you know, the academicians who have a vested interest in projecting RSS a certain way. RSS also, I think, understands that in a very uh, subtle manner that unless they compete in this day and age of uh, publicity of their own work, they're, they're doing social projects in remote tribal areas that nobody, except Christian missionaries uh, who have an ulterior motive, mm, yes. uh, they embark on that. Mm. So, RSS has to talk about that, RSS has to spawn many more uh, organizations that are engaged in social activities. This is a very long term process. No, They've yeah, been see, perennially they, in the opposition again, for no a long time. No one is going to be, no one is going to be in 100% agreement. I am not, Sunanda yeah. is not and you are probably not as well in 100% in agreement yeah. with RSS. Uh, there are issues that we have there are, but the thing is they need to be addressed. They yeah. need to be talked out what they stand for, what is their stand on a particular issue, what is their, and, and then the worst part is you have these completely non-affiliated lumpen elements who are not related to the RSS will come and say and they'll say, are ye RSS ki affiliate organization yeah. nahi kiya hai bhai. so you come out reject them and put them in their place and tell what your RSS opinion. needs to really work on is media organization and you know this whole thing about PR is a bad thing yeah. they need to get out of that mode because information this is the world of information do not we do not expect people to come to your shagha and understand be there for one year to know what you're doing but about respect, that's not going the, to happen the respectability of rss in terms of producing these leaders has grown manifold times mm -hmm. with a prime minister with a deputy uh, uh, prime minister and then also now the, the current prime minister and and don't forget the chief minister I would say yeah. a lot Chauhan, of these you know? people not just course why i'm saying but uh, people that were in the abvp and other organizations there is there is an inquisitiveness that is coming off i see hundreds of students going to shakas kids here hmm. bal shakas yeah. here in the us and Especially again, Houston, again, no, 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 no people in India know about this. No, they don't. No, no. Precisely my point. They don't. You know, there is a lot of ambiguity about okay. RSS. Yeah. Even the good natured people, ordinary folks on the road, you ask them, what does RSS do? Me, they won't me, be me and you have never been affiliated to the RSS. No. We've never gone to a shakha or anything. Do we know what gets discussed there? Do we no. know what they do? See, now Pramod has told me, you know, what... Before, uh, let me rephrase my comment. Before I talked to Pramod, I did not know what was going on. He has told me, he told me that about some very ideological debates that happen and stuff yeah. like that. No one knows that. No one yeah, knows nobody that. knows what a shaka does. Nobody understands what the intention of the shaka is to, it's, oh. it's kind of like a personality development for that <laughs> small society. But coming, you know, and then this is, this is a good stopping point on that. You know, talking about lack of knowledge. Let's talk about Rahul Gandhi back again before yeah. we wrap it mm. up. So, but what Rahul Gandhi has been doing is that he's barking the wrong tree mm -hmm. he just wants to be in the um, headlines uh, so he you goes from, barking <laughs> he goes from one he goes from um, uh, farmer issues to fishermen he tells people that Narendra Modi is stealing your land See. and he tells them he's stealing your sea then he tells them he's stealing your next is what uh, when, when inter interlinking interlinking of rivers he'll say apka pani, apka pani chura oh, yeah, yeah. I mean this is crazy he is just being um, 
very paranoid about very the funny. growth. No, but yeah. tell me this: you know. if, if say hypothetically you are in Congress, promote, and you are told that this guy is your leader, and you have to make sure that he sounds intellectual, would you like pull out all your hair or something? What would you do? No, he no, would become Jairam Ramesh. Jairam Ramesh. No, <laughs> grow, be, grow more hair. Yeah, he would there, become Jairam Ramesh. There then. would be a Congress P. Congress promote. Congress oh, promote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's incorrigible to understand yeah. that party. And uh, with the with, uh, devoid of merit, it's going to die a natural death. Uh, so, one more Congress party in Andhra Pradesh. How much more Congress? Yeah. But what? it is it's just it's sad that Rahul does not understand aspirational India. It is sad that he does not want India to get out of the rut. It is sad that he, uh, he does not understand the aspirations of the youth. It is sad that he wants to keep it, India it, locked in the socialist communist world bleak world no, that we have no, left Sunanda that the whole he world can still be socialist with a, at least soft hindutva that is the only space he has left available if he doesn't get the cue yeah. like narsimara did like indira gandhi did like even his father did mm-hmm. he's going to be I, I disagree on yeah. the soft hindutva as we debated earlier anyways this current action show tell me that he's nowhere near soft nor nowhere near hindutva yeah. so but anyways you know he's nowhere near anything uh, so that we'll we'll talk about it once again thank you for joining us do keep reading articles on mind.net um, uh, once again you please follow us on twitter on at myi M-A-K-E-R-S. Uh, on Facebook, please like our page. Uh, you can follow me on my personal account at ASK0704 at Sunanda on our personal account at S-U-N-A-N-D-A-V-A-S-H-I-S-H-T and promote that at P-B-U-R-A-B-A-L-L-I. Uh, do keep listening, do keep engaging, do let us know how you feel. Uh, together, all of us are mind makers. Once again, this is Adit Kapadia signing off from Houston. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.